into A to Z Sports primetime on a Monday night. If you're new, I'm Buck Rising, and I'm proud as always to be presented to you by our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. GaryAshton.com, that's where you go for your dream address without stress. The Ashton team will put you in a position to succeed at GaryAshton.com. Two Rivers Ford, that's the place, that's the best place to go for your next vehicle, whether it's new or pre-owned. Two Rivers Ford has one of the state's largest selections. Tell you more about why you should put Two Rivers Ford on your team when we get to the Two Rivers Ford take. So, looking at the top 10 quarterback list, I'll go ahead and throw the list up there for us to discuss at length. Get up and ESPN, well, get up the television program, had Jeremy Fowler and their panelists on to discuss it. Jeremy Fowler, who writes these top 10 lists every year from executives, coaches, and players who vote on a panel of their peers. And then it's up to Jeremy Fowler to go through the votes, tally the votes, and decide who is going to rank where at every position. So today the quarterback list came out, and I will throw this list up on the screen for you. The question, the Two Rivers Ford take that I would like to ask of you this evening, what's the biggest mistake on ESPN's top 10 NFL quarterback list? Give me your response. We'll go through it together. Uh, I think there are, there is at least one, uh, certainly one issue, one glaring issue that I have here that we need to go through, not necessarily with where the quarterback uh, are ranked, but who's on the list to begin with. Two Rivers Ford, take what was the biggest mistake on ESPN's top 10 NFL quarterback list. So um, just in order, and we'll go through them together, Rodgers, Mahomes, Allen. Uh, you're probably going to have those guys one, two, or three in any way, shape, or form. Um, and Brady, four. I think that's a fair assessment. Joe Burrow, five, is pretty, I mean, significant. He played in the Super Bowl, so and he's clearly hugely talented as a first overall pick. But to put him over Matt Stafford, I think that the tangible skill set of Matt Stafford outweighs what Joe Burrow brings to the table. Um, Justin Herbert, obviously high ceiling. I would agree with him being uh, above Russell Wilson at this point in his career. Deshaun Watson on this list is laugh out loud funny for any variety of for any variety of reasons, because it just goes to show you what exactly that the NFL is willing to do for somebody who will throw more touchdowns than the guy that they currently have throwing touchdown passes for them. And then Dak Prescott rounds out the top 10. So um, there's there's a couple of these that are funny, um, but we will get into the Two Rivers Four take, which is the greatest error on ESPN's top 10 quarterback list. We will discuss together right after I tell you about our friends who present the Two Rivers Ford take. That, of course, is Two Rivers Ford. You need to put Two Rivers Ford on your team, whether you are looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle, because as things in our lives get harder, everything in life seems to be difficult to go about doing these days. But Two Rivers Ford has the one thing that still is easy. That's buying a vehicle from them. No matter how you like to shop, Two Rivers Ford is there to make it happen. If you know exactly what kind of Fords you want, Two Rivers Ford will custom order it for you and deliver it when it gets manufactured, like they did for me. Or if you have an idea, but you're not quite sure about the vehicle that you want, you can reach out to any of their non-commissioned sales team 
and they will stay on the lookout for you and contact you when a vehicle that might work arrives in stock. And don't forget that Two Rivers Ford always sells below MSRP on all new non-specialty vehicles, so you can rest assured you're getting the best price. So when it comes to finding a vehicle, call Two Rivers Ford and let them do the work for you. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. Put Two Rivers Ford on your team today. So what's the greatest error on the top 10 quarterback list? Watson says Chris Frazier is a top five player, but he ain't playing this year. Uh, Bryce Erickson says, I don't think Herbert Herbert is top 10 overrated. So I guess, you know, in asking that question, um, who would you put in the top 10 over Justin Herbert? That's kind of the question that I think we all have to ask or ask ourselves. I mean, so just some notable admissions. Ryan Tannehill is obviously not on this list. Um, Kirk Cousins is not on this list. Uh, Ryan, or uh, rather, um, looking uh, Geno Smith, who is likely to start in the league, also not on this list. Um, and of course, you know, Lamar Jackson not being on this list is a pretty egregious error. Lamar not being in the top 10, no matter whom you would jettison out, a former MVP of the NFL not being on the top 10 list is offensive. Um, I would take him over. I think Lamar is probably the sixth most talented, sixth or seventh most talented player at the position. I would take Lamar over Joe Burrow. I would take Lamar over at this point in their career, Dak Prescott. I think Dak has no business being in there. Deshaun Watson was a top 10 quarterback when last we saw him play, but I don't know what being out of the league for two years does to a player at that position. I I mean, I guess the best example, now he's not a quarterback, but Richie Incognito a couple of years ago took some substantial time off. The former uh, Miami Dolphins offensive lineman, he took some time off. He came back to have a couple of Pro Bowl and I believe even an all-pro season um, with the Buffalo Bills, that's different. You're not getting you're you take a couple of years off to not get into a car wreck on every play. Your body's going to feel better. You're going to be able to move a little better, um, and you'll feel you'll be able to make your career last longer. But Lamar um, not being on this list is absolutely egregious. I saw this stat or these uh, numbers from Warren Sharp, who wrote on Twitter today. He was equally outraged. Lamar had his team as the number one seed in the AFC in early December. They were uh, the number one most injured team in NFL history. They ranked number one in the NFL throwing outside the numbers, which is, of course, a valuable skill set that not every quarterback can do. For example, Ryan Tannehill does not throw well terribly outside the numbers. Uh, and he was top 10 in the NFL in rush yards when healthy. And after the injury with Lamar, Baltimore went 0-5. But Lamar Jackson is somehow not a top 10 player at his position. It's utterly ridiculous that Lamar Jackson would not make an appearance on this list. So if you're asking me the most egregious thing, it's that Lamar's not on there. Um, but certainly as we kind of go through this process, um, I'm sure people are going to have their own opinions. What's the most egregious mistake on this list? MB says, boy, I sure do hate list season. Why do we hardly do this with any other positions? Well, one, because you guys don't care about, and like when I say you guys, I mean, you know, collective you guys. MB, you may not care. To be honest, like the quarterback lists, 
when when there's something like that where Lamar is left off and some of the other names are on it, then I care because it's clearly and obviously wrong. There's been a mistake. Um, so that I think you can debate it at great length. Um, but sorry, I thought I stepped on a cat <laughs> here in the office. Um, it was a cord. It scared me. I thought I stepped on somebody's tail. Uh, but looking at looking at the the list, like if Derrick Henry, you know, when Jonathan Allen, inevit- or not Jonathan Allen, Jonathan Taylor is inevitably ranked higher than Derrick Henry when the top 10 running back list comes out, people are going to want to talk about it here locally, right? We don't do it with any other position because the only things that you guys care about are star power, at this time of year, star power and quarterbacks. Those are the things that carry the day. That's why this basically carried all of sports conversation because the only thing else that we have to talk about in sports right now is summer league basketball, which ironically enough, I do have on in the, uh, in the, uh, in the office right now at home or baseball, which of course we're never going to do. So uh, looking at this, you know, I understand why there would be issue with the, the lists in general, but on the whole, like when there's egregious mistakes, I think it's okay to talk about them and debate them uh, at great length. Lamar and Derek Carr says Paul Thames are the only two that have an argument to be in this top 10. So Derek Carr is an interesting one, right? Like Derek Carr, and I'll throw the list back up on the screen. This again is courtesy of ESPN. Um, Jeremy Fowler, who puts together the top 10 positional rankings at every position throughout the course of the, uh, or in the, uh, throughout the course of the month of July, basically. Um, so Derek Carr, Derek Carr is a harder argument to make because Derek Carr, from a trait standpoint, does not give you all the different things that somebody like Dak Prescott would. I don't know that he has superior arm talent to anybody on this list. I mean, he probably throws a better deep ball than Joe Burrow, but other than that, I don't I don't think I could make the case for Carr. Really, I mean, there's probably only 10 guys. There may there may only be eight guys, to be honest with you in the NFL that are truly difference makers in the league, but to not have Lamar as one of the difference makers as a, as a top 10 player, even, you know, top eight, as we said, um, I think that that is, I think that is truly an egregious mistake. Um, has uh, David Carval says uh, Herbert has less and he is way better, uh, way better than who I don't see who he's uh, who he's talking about. Um, Probably Lamar. Justin Herbert's better than Lamar. Either way, Justin Herbert's got uh Justin Herbert has plenty of talent. In fact, I think Justin Herbert probably plays on the second most talented roster in football this year. Well, with all the different moves that they were able to make in the offseason, because of course they have a quarterback on a rookie contract. Okay, since we're talking about Lamar, uh let's get into uh let's get into a discussion on what kind of contract you would give him. Because Lamar Jackson's currently the next quarterback in line to get paid. And you know, for rightly or wrongly, there is going to be an interesting discussion around what exactly a contract for this guy looks like. So that's the question that I'd like to ask you. What kind of contract, years and dollar figures, if you want to go so far as guaranteed money, since Deshaun Watson most recently got $230 million guaranteed in the same division, then do so uh, if you choose. But certainly years and a total dollar amount. What kind of contract would you give Lamar? Let me know in the comments on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. We'll talk about it together uh, right after I tell you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group, 
of Remax Advantage. GaryAshton.com, that's where you go for your dream address. Without the stress, uh, the Ashton team is the best. There is no disputing it because they have the best properties, they have the best team, and they have the best intel to make sure that you make the best possible decision on your real estate investment. Whether you're selling your home, they can help you sell for more. Whether you're looking for your new home in a red-hot Nashville real estate market, the Ashton team will give you the tools necessary to succeed. GaryAshton.com is where you go for the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. So, what kind of contract would you give Lamar Jackson? Now, Lamar is the next quarterback in line to be paid. Lamar does not have an agent. Lamar is negotiating this contract unto himself. This was the same for the draft process with Lamar. I think his his mother was uh, one of his uh, critical advisors to the process. But other than that, Lamar Jackson uh, did not has not had representation. He's not looking to give up. 3% of however many mil- tens of millions of dollars are getting ready to come his way, which if you are, you know, if you are well-prepared, then I respect the holy hell out of that. It was funny to listen to Ryan Clark talk about this on Lamar and his contract. Um, and then we'll get to some of your answers as to what kind of contract you would give the former MVP. I got to get Ninko in. RC, go ahead. Go. The dummies. He doesn't, Lamar doesn't fit what the Ravens do. Lamar is what the Ravens do. That's, That's right. why it's mind-boggling to me that he's not in the top ten. He's not a system quarterback because he is the system. This is, I know, but let's not act what? like he was a great passer. Came on. No, that's a good point. No, but it, they, they made their decision. They made the decision to go all in on what he does well. And and once you do that, then you find yourself here. You, you can't do what you do without him doing it. No one else in history has ever been able to do it. Ninko, go. I have a feeling that the Ravens feel like me searching for gas and that's driving around and I look and I'm like, oh, I got a half tank. I'm just going to wait a little bit. It'll, it'll be the same price. And then they look and they go, dang it. I should have filled up yesterday. I should have paid them yesterday because the, price, premium the gas price just keeps going up. The price just keeps going up. So if I'm Lamar, I'm like, all right. The price has gone up. The price is going up. I'm just going to sit back. I'm going to keep doing me. I'm going to keep bl- I'm gonna keep balling and playing, and then I'm going to get paid. And he's going to get paid now. <laughs> and the price, price has gone up. Yesterday's price is not today's price. Pusha T, one of the wisest men in the business. But still, I mean, Lamar Jackson's contract situation, and you know, I know uh, for those of you guys who watch both the primetime show and the uh, the A to Z Sports morning show, I know that Zach Bingham has been on a war path against SpotTrack.com um, basically as long as I've known Zach because Zach, Zach, uh, Zach asserts, and largely uh, correctly, that they just kind of, that they're, they are making wildly educated guesses uh, on the contract projections that they put out there for a lot of these players because they always have like a market value projection. So when I ask you what kind of contract should Lamar Jackson receive, it's a pretty interesting look at what exactly quarterbacks are making right now. So just for reference, uh, you've got Deshaun Watson, who's got the $230 million guaranteed contract. Uh, you've got Josh Allen, who is on a six-year $258 million deal. He's making $43 million plus in average salary. Dak, uh, four years on his deal, um, signed it, what, 
last uh, last offseason, 40 mil a year. Patrick Mahomes makes $45 million a year. He's on a 10-year, $450 million contract because, remember, Mahomes signed a half-a-billion-dollar deal. Pretty good quarterback money if you can make it. So where does Lamar slot in? Well, he's certainly got a better resume than Dak Prescott. The other two players you could make the argument for or against, uh, Mahomes and Lamar both have the same number of MVPs, but Mahomes has obviously both won a Super Bowl and played in another Super Bowl. Josh Allen uh, has won more playoff games than Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson has only won one playoff game And ironically enough, it was against the Tennessee Titans at home, or rather here in Nashville at Nissan Stadium. So Lamar is not covered in postseason glory, but he clearly is a special player. So the projection that they have for Lamar, uh, Stephen says six years, $125 million most likely. I need to do the average on that because that's going to be way below market value. Uh, yeah, Lamar Jackson is not going to make $20.8 million a year. Lamar Jackson is going to make double that. So you're, you're that, that guesstimation is wildly inaccurate. Um, looking at what Lamar offers, Jake Barr says he wants to be the highest paid ever. And typically that's the case, right? For the quarterbacks, like whoever's next in line at the top of that, they make the most money. Like they reset the market at quarterback and Lamar Lamar, because I think I think Lamar still gets RG3 bias held against him, right? Physically smaller player. When RG3 was drafted by Washington in the first round, he doesn't last very long in the league. The durability's not there. They find an offense that works for him, but uh, I think it was Haloti Nada, the Ravens defensive lineman, that absolutely just buckled his knee, and he was never the same after that. Um, so I think Lamar gets a lot of RG3 bias held against him. But Lamar is physically bigger, physically thicker than Robert Griffin III was. Now, I've seen Robert. We actually, uh, we uh, we had lunch together with, uh, the, um, with the people that represent both Robert Griffin and myself at Super Bowl in Los Angeles. They took us out to a very nice lunch uh, in between Radio Row stuff. And, uh, you know, Robert Griffin is a full-size human being. Like, that's the first time I've met RG3 in person. And, you know, you wouldn't call him to see him physically slight, like he's clearly a professional athlete to see him in in real life. Lamar, I don't think is as tall as Robert Griffin, but he is physically thicker. Lamar's body has changed a lot since he came out of Louisville in college, and that cannot be discounted as well. Um, But looking uh, looking at Lamar Jackson specifically, the projections for Lamar right now, according to Spotrac, again, these are just rough estimates. So it's $220.4 million over five years. So that's $44.8 million. It's not as much as Mahomes. It's not as much as Deshaun Watson, but it is more than Josh Allen and Dak Prescott on an average annual basis. So that's kind of you know, the age and financial range that that would project. I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, again, I think Josh Allen has the higher ceiling. I think Josh Allen is more uh, more valuable to his team, even as I like Lamar and what he does. But again, I think that Lamar has earned the right to be in that conversation. It's just I wouldn't give him the 10-year deal, right? I wouldn't. Mahomes has, has a 10-year contract. 
You can't do that with Lamar. I don't know that Lamar is going to be physically faster the way that faster than all of the fastest people you've ever met or seen in your life, right? That's the kind of different athlete Lamar is. And I don't know how long that lasts, right? It's kind of like the Derrick Henry proposition. At some point, the physical gifts, the things that make them special, they will not all completely go away, but they'll start to fade. They'll start to uh, depreciate. I'm, you know, I'm kind of waiting for that with Kevin Durant at some point. Kevin Durant's been in the league for 15 years now at some point, given that he's being discussed and it's just I just so happen to be watching summer league basketball right now as we do the primetime show like at some at what point does a player like Kevin Durant and the coming off an Achilles start to fade do the gifts start to become less clear and obvious so a five-year contract uh, for Lamar depending on how you structure it with a little north of 44 million dollars a year I think that's completely fair in fact that's market value so I think that's what makes the most sense all right, let's wrap this up with a uh, an, another quarterback story. Jimmy Garoppolo is expected to be traded by the end of the month. The question that we are going to ask you guys is this, simply, what team, which NFL team, will Jimmy Garoppolo play for next season? Give me your response, and we will discuss it at length together on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter. And on Twitch, which NFL team will Jimmy Garoppolo play for in 2022? Uh, Your responses will be read momentarily. But first, I have to remind you, again, as we have done the last couple of days, that tickets are still available for the Split Happens Bowling Bash that we are throwing at Bowling uh, Brooklyn Bowl in downtown Nashville, Wednesday, July the 20th. Tickets are still available at 1045thezone.com. We've got about half of the 75 tickets that they gave us sold. We're raising money for charity. It's the, uh, the organization is called the Church at Mount Carmel. They put on a free youth summer camp program for children who do not have the financial uh, uh, support or structures um, to be able to have summer camp on their own. They want to give kids something to do in the summer to keep them out of trouble. So they put this on, they put this free summer camp on each and every year, and they do it simply off donations. So if you want to come hang out with the show, producer Reed, uh, he's got a, an event to tell you about later on in the show, but Reed is going to be at the bowling event. Coach Dave McGinnis of Titans Radio, Ramon Foster, uh, former uh, uh, former Vols offensive lineman and Steelers offensive lineman, Darren Bates is going to be in there partying. I know he's bringing his A game. You, you can bring a team if you like. 1045thezone.com is where you go for the tickets. With your ticket purchase comes three hours of bowling, comes free shoe rental, free food, and your first two beverages free. And it's a uh, tax tax write-off, charitable donation, uh, if you need other motivation. But again, looking forward to hanging out with a lot of you guys. I know a lot of you guys have sent me screenshots of the tickets that you've purchased because I told you if you did, I'd buy you a drink at Brooklyn Bowl. So you're going to run me out of money for a great cause, and I hope to see you there. Again, 720 at Brooklyn Bowl in downtown Nashville. All right, so where does Jimmy Garoppolo end up? Well, a couple of, uh, so Tom Pelissero initially reported this, um, and the NFL Network was discussing it at length, the idea that Jimmy Garoppolo would potentially stay in San Francisco, it doesn't seem terribly likely at this point. I think the team that needs Jimmy Garoppolo the most, honestly, is the 49ers. I think he needs to stay put. The current one. Where he is, absolutely. They've been to the NFC Championship mm-hmm. game two out of the last three years, making a Super Bowl appearance. 
one of those years. And we know he's had some health issues, but he's a proven winner as well. Uh, he gives them the best chance to win. He's been the consistent leader. The guys on the offense know him. They have great chemistry amongst one another. And if you're the 49ers, you should play this patiently with Trey Lance. Jimmy Garoppolo, if you want to win right now, gives you the best chance while Trey Lance can continue to develop as a quarterback. So respectfully to Robert Turbin, I think he's dead wrong. Um, I don't think that you can keep Jimmy Garoppolo in that locker room for the same reasons I don't think you could keep. I mean, it's a little different. And Jimmy and Jimmy Garoppolo and Baker Mayfield are different personalities. But it's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be awkward. It's going to be, well, if this guy isn't good enough, when is he going to be good enough? And why the hell is Jimmy still here? If we've got if we've got a quarterback that we traded up for, who's supposed to be the second coming, if our you know second coming of Jesus uh, of football Jesus coach can figure out how the hell to use him, you can't you can't keep Jimmy Garoppolo on the team. So where would Jimmy best land? Well, the team that we have talked about a great deal regarding subpar options on their roster at quarterback is again in the NFC West. So I don't know that Seattle would do this or that the 49ers would do this, but could he be traded to Seattle? Jimmy Garoppolo remains a Niner. Obviously, the team plans to make Trey Lance the starter in week one. Garoppolo, as we know, still recovering from shoulder surgery. So, Jeremy, uh, what are you hearing around the league about San Francisco's efforts to trade Garoppolo? Well, Hannah, a few executives I spoke to believe the 49ers are a bit stuck here because they need Garoppolo to pass a physical coming off the shoulder surgery. They need to renegotiate his contract with that new team on that $24 million salary. And the pool of suitors right now seems to be pretty small. Now, a few things that are positives for San Fran. I'm told Garoppolo's recovery has remained on schedule. He should start throwing now or if he hasn't already, he'll do a ramp up phase till he can eventually pass that physical and you have Seattle that's still out there. They were sort of implicated in the Baker Mayfield situation, didn't make that move. I'm told that internally they have discussed the possibility of Garoppolo playing for them. They've done their film work to see how he would fit. Tricky, certainly, to do a trade inside the NFC West. But the 49ers and Seattle know they can maybe sort of wait this out because the 49ers have limited cap space right now, I think around $5 million. They want to re-sign Nick Bosa and Debo Samuel. To do that, they need some of Garoppolo's $24 million in base salary. Seattle probably knows that, which means maybe they won't try to make a trade. They'll just wait for 49ers to release. So that's Jeremy Fowler talking about what the situation with Jimmy Garoppolo is. It's a tough spot. I don't know. A lot of you guys bring up the Houston Texans. I would think that Houston would be looking for an upgrade, but they have not been mentioned at all. In any of these quarterback conversations, now one of them, one big reason is because they just were looking to get Watson the hell out of there as soon as humanly possible. But for they didn't want Baker back. Clearly, that wasn't a part of the uh, of the trade for Deshaun to go to Cleveland. Um, they haven't really been discussed at all around some of the other players who were available at that position. There weren't a ton of options, but I mean, is Carson Wentz better than Davis Mills? Maybe, maybe not. I think Davis Mills, I mean, Derek R. and a couple of you guys say it. I think Houston trusts Davis Mills at this point. It does seem that way. And, you know, I mean, a a lot of defenses coaches and scouts and and NFL analysts that you talk to in the league that I've talked to uh, in the NFL, they feel the same way. They feel that Davis Mills deserves or does not get near the respect that he does deserve and that he does have legitimate ability if they can find ways to better the supporting cast around him. 
Not perfect. I don't know that he's going to go on to be a 10-year franchise player at quarterback. But I think for a cost-controlled option on a rookie quarterback deal, I think you can give give them something. We uh, Titans fans saw it in Week 18. So where does Jimmy end up? I don't think it's going to be Seattle. If I had to guess a team that would be interested in trading for Jimmy Garoppolo, I think that whatever happens in Pittsburgh this year is going to be pretty interesting to watch. I know that they paid Mitch Trubisky to come there. I know that they drafted the only quarterback that was taken in the first round this year in Kenny Pickett. But outside of that, man, unless a team gets hurt at like close to the trade deadline and the Niners have legit leverage to move him, maybe the New York Giants, but I think they want to kind of ride it out with Daniel Jones. I, I don't know. I think they're kind of stuck. They're really, really late to the party on this. And, you know, it's because they needed Garoppolo to pass a physical and all of a sudden he's having offseason shoulder surgery, which prevents him from doing so. So that is going to do it for us tonight on the Primetime Show. Thank you guys, as always, for hanging out on a Monday evening. Radio show is going to be a lot of fun tomorrow. We're talking recruiting uh, with Steve Wiltfong of 24-7 Sports. We've got winners and losers of the sports weekend as well, and a lot of fun to have from 10 to 1 on 104.5 The Zone. Primetime show, we're back at 8 p.m., tomorrow night. So if you if we miss you during the day, we hope to catch you tomorrow evening. Uh, Mason says, hi, Buck. I yelled at, out my car at you in 12 South on Sunday. You know, there were two people that shouted me down from their vehicles in 12 South on Sunday. So Mason, I'm not sure which one you were, but uh, I always appreciate seeing people out and about. And uh, yeah, 12 South. And we love, we love to hang out in 12 South on Sundays, to be honest. I went, we, we had intended to go to Frothy Monkey for breakfast, but the, uh, the bachelorettes on their way out of town, they had all brought their suitcases to be picked up from the Frothy Monkey to go to the airport um, in their giant Smokey the Bear hats and white or pink cowboy boots, because that is typically the case. So always love to see you guys uh, when we're out and about. So anytime uh, you see me, feel free, uh, please do say hi. It makes me happy to, uh, to be able to meet you guys. And if you want to meet us in person, come to the Brooklyn Bowl event. Or you can be involved with producer Reed's great event that I would like to invite him onto the screen to tell you about right now. Producer Reed operates in the shadows, but for this purpose, Reed's got a really cool thing going on and a cool connection that some of you may not know about. So, Reed, the floor is yours. Absolutely. I appreciate it so much, Buck. And that is Be The Match. That is an online bone marrow and stem cell uh, registry. That is actually where I received my donor. If uh, For those who don't know, I was diagnosed with cancer in 2018, overcame it, and had to find my donor using this registry. So, this July 16th, this Saturday, they uh, Be The Match will be represented at the Sounds game, at the Nashville Sounds game. So you are more than welcome to come. If you scan the QR code, you can actually get your ticket there and some of the proceeds will go to Be The Match. But other than that, there will be a tent there. You'll see me there and I'll be helping direct people and answer any questions. It's very easy to sign up. It takes less than five minutes and you could potentially be the life-saving donor to in someone else's life. So thank you very much. Thank you, Buck, for allowing me to say this. And we look forward to seeing everybody there. So support producer Reed for all the great uh, work that he does for an incredible cause this coming weekend, July the 16th at First Horizon Park, if you live in Nashville. Certainly, we're going to be out there uh, and Reed is going to be out there hustling um, for an incredible thing that he has personal experience with. Thank you, buddy. 
All right. That's going to do it for us tonight. Have a great rest of your evening. We'll see you tomorrow on the radio show or tomorrow evening on A to Z Sports Primetime.